0: Light that spark fire nation. A JLD here and welcome to episode 1669 of EO Fire. Right out with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Seven days a week. Knock over that domino. Start your chain reaction of awesome with the freedomjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Michelle McCullough. Michelle, are you prepared to ignite?
1: I am ready. Yes.
0: Michelle got her first day planner at the age of 12, started her first business at 19, and currently runs three different businesses with over 1 million downloads on her podcast, 300,000 followers on social media, and a regular segment on Fox TV. She shares all of her secrets in her book, Make It Happen Blueprints. Michelle, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse into your personal life.
1: Oh, gosh, I it's so hard to interact between my personal life and my business life because they kind of just meld together. and That makes me so happy. I love what I do with my businesses, but I'm also the mom of two and a wife to only one. Thank heaven. (laughs) And um, I love to travel and I am just loving life. Life is great.
0: Well, I love that you talked about that melding because I do believe Fire Nation, as entrepreneurs, if we can stop trying to find this perfect work-life balance and just say, hey, why not just allow my work to be part of my life and and integrate it in a very healthy way? And, you know, Michelle has a family. She's able to do that. I mean, to me, that's the win-win. And Michelle, within these three businesses, within all of your success, I mean, over a million downloads of your podcast, which is a massive number, What would you consider your area of expertise? Like, what is that thing that you definitely are known for?
1: I've tried to establish for myself first and then for others what I call the the double trifecta for high performance, which is marketing and motivation. So for my businesses, for my clients, um, understanding I started out as a marketing coach and I still do a lot of consulting um, business strategy as well. But what I found when I was working with entrepreneurs is that it wasn't just the marketing, but it was that there are other pieces of their life there and trying to figure out how to have time management skills and um, figuring out what their goals were that if they wanted marketing support, they couldn't figure out any of that until they understood a little bit about their own personal development, and what they wanted to do. So now we do both. And when you meld both together, then you can achieve those levels of high performance. You're a lot more productive. You can accomplish more without burning out. And you can really be truly satisfied with the things that you do in your life and your business. And so in that little sweet spot where those two things intersect is where I love to play the most.
0: Well, within that playgrounds, what would you say is something that we don't know as entrepreneurs, but would be really helpful if we did know?
1: Well, I know for me, and I did this for a long time, that I really thought that if I could do more things myself, that I could save money. And then I figured out that I didn't want to save money. I wanted to make money. And so when I figured that out, I realized I needed to bring more people into my business. I hired assistants. I hired consultants and people that could help me with one-off tasks. And so now I've got a whole team of people who work with me that I wished I had hired so much sooner because my business didn't take off until I was finally having everything done in my business at the proper level that assistants were doing the right things, that high level contractors were doing the right things, and that I was focusing on the revenue generating activities and building out the brand that were really important. And so hiring a team and building in that support system is really that big number one for me.
0: I love Ramit Sethi when he says, can you stop freaking out about buying a $4 latte and instead go (laughs) focus on making $10,000 more in a month so you can stop freaking out about a $4 latte? And That's just the mindset that we can have as entrepreneurs. I mean, when you're making $40,000 a year via a salary, like I get budgeting, Fire Nation, but when you can get that latte and be happy and go into a positive mindset and get that caffeine and you're fired up and you go create something that creates 10K, then guess what? You don't have to worry about a $4 latte anymore. Like You can make that happen. That's something you can gift to yourself. So what I kind of want to talk about now, Michelle, is One of your worst entrepreneurial moments, and actually let me rephrase that because I want you to talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us to the (laughs) lowest of the low. Take us to the moment in time that you can just picture as the devastating worst entrepreneurial moment. Tell us that story
1: it happened about eight or nine years ago. I'm was I I'm a serial entrepreneur. I start so many businesses and some of them work. And let's be honest, some of them yeah, don't. Totally. And I have killed a number of businesses, but I think each of those have helped me to grow good businesses. But I remember when um, I had a somewhat public fail of a business that Made, was very um, well known among friends and family. And I remember everyone saying to me, Michelle, now you just need to go back and get a real job. And I remember thinking, but that's not the point of that. But in the midst of that, I'll have to say that that was probably my worst entrepreneurial moment, realizing that one thing that did fail that I really thought was going to be the next big thing that I was really attached to. And you know, they say, don't mix the personal and the business, but mm-hmm. it really was personal for me. And, and But in that sense, I realized that even though that particular part failed, it really opened up new opportunities. And and while it's okay to let businesses fail sometimes and let them go and let them run their course, um, that doesn't mean that entrepreneurship is over. And so I really learned a lot from that. And I'm so grateful, even though it was super public and somewhat embarrassing, I had to eat a little humble pie and start over.
0: You know, humble pie doesn't taste great. But it's good for you, meaning that it's going to energize you going forward to prove yourself once again, or you just going to learn a lot of lessons. You know, I never necessarily liked eating vitamins, but I knew that it was doing good things for my body, and that can be what humble pie is sometimes, Fire Nation. And Michelle, for you, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from your worst moment? Like, what's a lesson, what's a takeaway that we can implement in our lives to maybe avoid not every humble pie, because we're going to have to eat one eventually and multiple times, but maybe that same humble pie that you ate?
1: mistakes will come and failures will come and that's totally part of this human experience that we get to experience in a very real way, obviously. Um, and we, none of us are free from making some of those big giant mistakes and sometimes even public ones. But I think that, uh, one of the things that I've learned is that the fastest way to quiet naysayers is results. And even when I was faced with all those people saying, hey, see, you can't do this. And even when it's not you as your own worst enemy, but everyone around you saying, hey, this, this isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. You've got to give it up, girl. That um, it's okay to look back and say, hey, listen, I can learn from that and start over. And that I don't have to let what happened in the past define me to move on. But the trick is to learn the lessons, right? And to learn the lessons of things that you can't That you have to make sure that you don't do again, and figure out the places where you needed a little help. And what I needed was I was trying to do some things on my own outside of my area of expertise, and I needed to get some help to help me with that. And so I've I've learned that I've made that mistake, but now I just bring more people in to help me build what I can't do, and so that I can focus on the things that I really can.
0: Fire Nation, figure out how to amplify your strengths because if you're great at a few things, well, you need to be crushing that. That's your greatness you're bringing to the world. That's where you excel. And the things that you're not good at, like, why are you going to waste your time? When you could be doing things that you're great at. Hire. Bring people in that are awesome at those things that you're not. Build this well-rounded team. Take your time back so that you can rock and roll in the areas that you should be rock and rolling in. Michelle, let's talk about another story. This one's going to be one of your greatest ideas. I mean, obviously, launching a podcast that now has over a million downloads was a phenomenal idea. But this is your story. This is your choice. So what's the story of an aha moment that you had? And then walk us through how you turned that idea into success.
1: One of my first businesses that I started when I was 19 was a promotional products company. And this was back like websites had just barely been created, but they cost like $25,000 mm-hmm. to make them. And um, people were still advertising old school and I went to school and marketing and advertising. So I felt like I was checking all the boxes and I remember paying a lot of money for a Yellow Pages ad. And after a year of people calling me on the phone to sell me, I figured out that that was not my space. And I had spent a ton of money doing things the traditional way. And I realized that that's not that I don't have to do things the way everybody else said they were going to do them. And from that moment, I remember waking up to go, wait a minute, I can create and do marketing in my own way. And I can create different ideas and different strategies that will work. I'm a really big, huge fan of um, what I call experiential marketing, things like events and activities where people are coming in to experience you as a person, as a business, um, whether that's with simple things like an an in-business tour, ribbon cuttings, classic things that even the chambers of commerce do, but even to creating like, some bigger events, we created some really cool events with the movie theater and started bringing back 80s movies and having people come in and it gave us a unique opportunity to chat and advertise and promote our businesses to people who are coming to these events that were within our target market because we figured out who they were, what their age groups were. And so part of that aha moment was just saying, hey, listen, it doesn't have to be done an old way, but what could I do? How can I get people in a room? How can I bring people in? And that really opened the door for me creating some fun things in my business by saying, wait a minute, how can I help people experience my brand? How can I help people experience my business and do things in a different way but brought me much greater results and they were a lot more fun too so marketing doesn't have to be boring it doesn't have to be textbook but there are so many ways and especially now that the online platform has changed the ways that you bring people in and help them experience that try the ways that other people are doing things and that's fine I think success leaves clues as Jack Canfield says but what can you do that's different and not be afraid to do some of those different things
0: Some of the biggest successes that I've seen people stumble into is that they've zigged when other people have zagged. I mean, I love that Mark Twain quote that when you're on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect because if everybody's doing it awesome like maybe everybody's right but at the same time like how are you going to stand out in that just wave of you know mass humanity and the fact that everybody's wrong how much opportunity is on the other side of that wave where where nobody is you know that blue ocean strategy so to speak so definitely zig when others are zagging when you see the opportunity when it feels right fire nation that's kind of my big takeaway michelle but what do you want to make sure our listeners get from your story
1: we can get so caught up in trying to do things the way other people are doing them that we forget to do them our way. And like you said, zig when others are willing to zag, but that can be really scary sometimes. And so I get that. And that can be frustrating. So find other people that can help you bring in the right team that can say, Hey, I've got this big idea, chat about it, get a great mentor, whatever that is. But what I love the most about this is realizing that I think that we have um, within us the ability to grow and succeed, and we've got to trust ourselves a little bit better. And so sometimes the greatest, things come from those big hairy crazy audacious ideas and goals that come and to not be afraid to try them and sure some of them fail but um, I think that more of them work than we think as long as we put everything into it and be willing to try something new
0: what are you most fired up about right now like when Michelle gets up in the morning what is she excited about on the business and entrepreneurial side
1: my favorite things are, obviously, I grew, I've grown to expand my business the last couple of years through speaking, and so I still have a heavy client load that I love, um, but I've also have a book. My book's coming out this month, and so I'm super fired up about um, my book launch that's coming. But more than anything, one of the things that has been really exciting for me is the way that I'm collaborating with other entrepreneurs on big projects and helping other people with um, the things that they need for the things that I need. And after you know eight or nine years in this online world, reaching out to different people, different different hosts that have been on my show and figuring out how as together we can build these big businesses. And I am the most excited and fired up about working with other entrepreneurs and saying, hey, what can I do for you? What can you do for me? And I've been building some really awesome and incredible collaborations over the last couple of years that I just – that's what gets me up in the morning, figuring out that sometimes entrepreneurship is lonely. And for people who are working by themselves or solo entrepreneurs, especially as you're just getting started, maybe you're just working out of your house, that can be one of those things where it's like, ah, I'm I'm charting this by myself. And um, I have found that as I collaborate more with other people and say, hey, what can you do? What can we do? How can we build some things together? That I'm really building a bigger business than I ever thought I could because I've got a, an immense group of people that are out there doing their own things, but that together we're figuring out how to make it better. And I love that.
0: And Fire Nation, there are communities out there just waiting. There's Youpreneur, Chris Ducker runs that, there's Fizzle, Chase Reeves. I mean, there's Facebook groups that are just chock full of very specific niche entrepreneurs you can join. You can surround yourself with these people. So if you are that solopreneur that Michelle was talking about, alone and lonely at home, I mean just virtually get on Zoom with somebody, say hello, like have a conversation, you know, get a mastermind, meet up. This this collaboration is key. Now, Fire Nation, we've been dropping value bombs like you wouldn't believe. It's been like rapid fire value bombs. They're not going to stop because the lightning round's coming up next as soon as we thank our sponsors. If you're looking for a new logo or website design but aren't really the design type, then I've got a great resource for you. It's called Design Crowd. Design Crowd is a crowdsourcing platform that gives you access to 500,000 creative minds from around the world who can come up with amazing designs for you. This is a huge plus for those of us who find ourselves to be designed challenged. All you have to do is launch your brief and then designers will begin submitting quality designs for you to review. Within hours, you'll receive your first design and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from visit designcrowd.com slash fire that's d-e-s-i-g-n-c-r-o-w-d.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your project on design crowd Fire Nation, are you preparing to grow your team? Then you're probably wondering where the best place to post your job is in order to find the best candidates. If you want to find the perfect hire, then look no further than ZipRecruiter. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. We posted a job to ZipRecruiter and within a few days, we had over 60 qualified candidates. Sounds like a lot of resumes to go through, doesn't it? Well, that's the great thing about Zip Recruiter, you can quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast, straight from your dashboard. Find out today why Zip Recruiter has been featured on Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, Time Magazine, and many others, and why it's been used by over one million businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on Zip Recruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ziprecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, try it for free. Visit ZipRecruiter. Michelle, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds?
1: Ooh, I'm getting a little nervous and sweaty, I'm not going to lie, but I am ready. What was
0: holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I have worried a little bit about the money. I worried about the security that comes from regular paychecks, working corporate and making that jump into jumping into providing for myself and bringing that all in. But I think that um, in the end, it was just really great. I realized that $50 can do a lot. And I started my first business with 50 bucks. And now I can provide for my family and do all kinds of other things. And I'm so glad I didn't let some of those crazy limitations about what I thought money was to limit me from what it actually has become right now.
0: What's the best advice you've ever received?
1: Oh, the best advice I have ever received came from Danielle Laporte. And she told me, because I told her I needed to find some life balance after I'd had two kids and I was still running my businesses and I was trying to figure that out. And she said, Michelle, it's not about balance, it's about priorities, which is something I knew. But in that moment, I felt like my whole world opened up and I figured out some things about the ways to run my business and not to feel uh, mom guilt about growing um, companies that were important, about sharing messages that I really knew needed to be shared. And in that moment, figuring out how to prioritize different things and that it's okay to let my business be a priority and it's okay to let my, my family be a priority when it needs to be, but um, to, that I, the longer I search for balance, the more I would find nothing because balance doesn't exist.
0: What's a personal habit that contributes to your success?
1: Ooh, my power up and power down routine every day are my number one go-to favorite success tool. Um, I wake up every morning and I go through and I read something inspirational. I review my goals. I am maybe doing something a little bit physical just to wake up my brain, even though I do my exercise at a different part of the day. But I really start my day. I call it the power up for me. People call it a power hour or whatever it is. It's not always an hour for me, but um, it's like me plugging in and recharging. But then I do the same thing at night. So doing it in the morning wasn't enough. I needed to do something at night where I could get back centered on my goals after a day of craziness of whatever it was, reading something, really getting into and excited about the PM and looking at the schedule and closing out the day and powering down.
0: Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation?
1: Oh, I'm a big fan of my Google Docs and Google Drive. But within Google Drive, you also have the ability to um, do questionnaires and things. And so as I've been reaching out to entrepreneurs, or if I have a a blogger strategy going on, I love having all of that right there in Google Docs with my favorite files. um, But then also being able to do the survey functionality and getting people into one place with the forms.
0: If you could recommend one book to, of course, join on our bookshelves, Make It Happen Blueprints, what would that book be and why?
1: One of my favorite books is How Will You Measure Your Life by Clayton Christensen. Uh, Super smart Harvard professor talking about um, the ways that we grow our businesses through innovation. And then he also talks about how we measure our life beyond our business contributions and the ways that we make it work with our family and our other priorities as well. I think it's great.
0: Michelle, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: As entrepreneurs, there are so many different things going on. And as I've consulted with different people all over, I have found that money doesn't solve all of your problems, but time is your greatest asset in your business. And you can either it can be the biggest liability or it can be a great investment. And so I've seen people that have had millions of dollars squander it away because they are terrible with their time. And whether you love your planner like I did from the time of 12 or you do something (laughs) else, but figuring out how to make time work for you instead of against you and making peace with the clock, I think, is my number one tip for entrepreneurs.
0: I thought you were going to say making out with your clock, which would also be good as well. I mean, we have to love our clock. And then how can we connect with you? Kiss it
1: every morning. (laughs) Just a little. Yes, you can um, find me at speakmichelle.com. And if you go to speakmichelle.com slash fire, I also have a free gift and resource, part of the Make It Happen Blueprint that you can get for free to help you with your favorite tools and success principles for marketing and motivation.
0: Love all of that. And Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with MM and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Michelle in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore. And Michelle, one more time, give us that URL for the EO Fire gift.
1: It is speakmichelle.com slash fire.
0: Michelle, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Hey, Fire Nation.
0: Hope you enjoyed our chat with Michelle today. And BTW, productivity, discipline, and focus are my three greatest strengths. That's by the way. And they can be yours too. Visit themasteryjournal.com. Master all three of these skills in 100 days and I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. If you want to find the perfect hire, then look no further than ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, try it for free. Visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.